0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our special series on literally called Do the Work. So I'm going to give you a little background on why I decided to do this series and just tell you a little bit about it, and then we'll dive into our first interview. But the reason I decided to do this was because I actually did um, a live stream with one of my clients, Julia Wells, who will actually be part of this series as well. She'll be episode two. And we did this live stream about how you know, she grew really fast and and what that took. And what we kept saying over and over again in the live stream is like she did the work, she did the work, she did the work. And one of my clients who's a little newer to me, sent me a message afterwards and was like, I'm so frustrated <laughs> and a little bit annoyed at that live stream because you guys just kept saying that but tell me what it means. And I, I want to illustrate two things there. One, how beautiful it is that, Our clients can share those things with us. Like I was so happy that she felt like she could say that to me. And two, that's always a moment to listen in and to not get defensive. If your client has feedback for you like that, it is always, always, always a moment to listen and reflect. And so I totally understood where she was coming from and really reflected on that. And I think that Once you've kind of been in this for a while and you've especially been doing mindset work for a while, it feels so obvious to say something like, do the work. Like, of course, that's what you do. You do the work, right? And it probably feels annoying AF if you kind of haven't gotten to that point where the mindset piece has clicked in for you to know what that means. So what I decided to do was to do this series to really go deeper and show you because I think that it's so much simpler than we make it out to be. So you're gonna be hearing from some of my multiple. Six and seven figure clients. So, everyone that's part of this series has a multiple six or seven figure business. And we're going to just be talking about how mindset work has, you know, impacted their business, what results it's given them. And most importantly, we're going to talk about what it looks like for them to do the work. And I think that will be so helpful because I feel like There's almost this veil that we accidentally put over that. And I want to just totally take it away. You guys know that's my jam, right? And just tell you what they're doing every day. And I think that it will be so much simpler than you probably imagine it to be. It's just that they've been doing it really consistently (laughs) for a period of time. And so that's what I hope to illustrate here, too, is that all of these women that are at multiple six and seven figures like don't have this huge secret. They're just really showing up for this piece of the puzzle. You guys know mindset, strategy, and execution is what I believe creates results. It's my framework, but I believe mindset is such a huge piece of that puzzle, and I think it is the number one influencer of strategy and execution. And so I just really, really want to bring this conversation to light because I think that... Again, it can seem almost like behind a curtain or confusing or you're not sure what to do with it. And I think this series will not only show you how important it is, not only show you how it's the thing that's really kept catapulted a lot of these women to fast success and quick results, but they're also going to show you that they're not doing anything you don't know or anything ridiculously special. They're just really, really focused on the right things. And so that is what we're doing with this series. I'm going to have a different client on. Every day for five days, you're going to get to learn about them, what the work has looked like for them, all of that is going to be so useful for you to apply in your own business. So, so excited to dive in on that really, really pumped for you guys to listen. And today we are going to start with interview one, which is with the beautiful Ellie Swift. So Ellie is a mindset and marketing coach, a social media strategist, a writer, and a speaker. And she works with ambitious women that are ready to share their unique blend of magic with the world and truly be seen so that they can connect authentically with their customers online and grow their heart-centered businesses. With a decade's experience in digital marketing, Ellie combines her own experience creating and managing multi-million dollar marketing campaigns with her coaching skills to provide a unique service to her clients that helps them create the business of their dreams. So one of the reasons I invited Ellie to be part of this is because Ellie is such a beautiful example of someone who is really committed to her mindset work and deeply believes in marketing, right? So Ellie has created an amazing multi-six-figure business and really exemplifies how doing the mindset work. Also lets you do the real strategic work in your business. And I'm so excited for you to hear her take on what mindset is meant in her business and what doing the work really means to her. So let's dive in. Hello, my dear. Thank you so much for being here.
1: It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: So obviously, Artie kind of gave everyone a little bit of a rundown about how wonderful you are. But if you could just tell them who you are, what you do, that would be great. And then we'll dive in.
1: Absolutely. So I am a mindset and marketing coach for high-performing women who are ready to build heart-driven, intentional, and abundant online businesses. I use my signature swift marketing method to help service-based business owners predominantly connect with their customers, shine online, and create life-changing results for both themselves and their clients. So my background is very much that I worked in Corporate marketing for about a decade in London, Sydney, and Perth. Obviously, you can tell from my accent, I'm <laughs> Australian. Uh, and I got to this point where I achieved my what had been my lifetime goal of head of marketing strategy by the age of 28, and then quickly realised that I was deeply depressed and. Could not have been more dissatisfied um, by being in that role at that time. Uh, I then went on to start my business and I have since built a multi six-figure business in under two years. And I now support my clients to do the same predominantly through um, my numerous programs, which include the Swift Marketing Mastermind, the Swift Inner Circle, the Coach Code and a bunch more.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So good. So obviously amazing, amazing results for you. I would love for you to just tell us what you feel like mindset has contributed to those results. So obviously multiple six figures under two years, you've grown super fast. You also are someone that really believes in the tangible steps and the strategy and the marketing, but how has mindset played a role in all of that for you?
1: Quite honestly, absolutely everything. You know, if I think about this question, the first thing that I would say is that if I didn't tap into mindset work, I would never have created my business in the first place. Mm. I, um, like, I really had to cultivate a belief that i was going to be successful to even entertain the idea of building a business you know i i don't have any examples of anyone in my family or my close circle who've run a, an online business before i don't know any examples of women who have built businesses successfully within my environment i obviously hadn't been in business before so for me i had to decide from the get go that my success was a complete and utter non-negotiable i had to decide that this business was going to work and i had to decide that i was all in so from the start for me mindset was huge and then in terms of how it's helped me along the way you know in if we're looking at traditional success metrics every single time i've scaled or elevated I've had to do the work again and again. Mm -hmm. So something that people say all the time, and I know you would get this two laces, it's like, is there this end point? Like, is there this magical end point that happens in mindset work where we do it all and then we get to kind of stop? And I always say that no, but that's the beauty of it is that it's a little bit like everything we're doing in our life. You know, once we, if we were to stop, like stopping growing, stopping learning, what would really be the point? So we have this beautiful thing that occurs where at each level, at each stage, we experience new work, new mindset work that comes up. And so for me, it's been going through every single stage and knowing that at every corner, there's more work for me to do.
0: Totally agree with that. It's so interesting because I almost had the opposite experience uh, with family, but I resonate with that so much because basically all of my mom's side of the family were entrepreneurs. But when I started my business, they were all very much like the old, like brick and mortar entrepreneurs, like built you know a bunch of companies in that way. And um, when I started mine, they were like, "Well, you know, it's going to take at least two years to make any profit. So are you ready for that?" <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, like I'm actually so not available for this to take two years. And so I got like a different message that also was, was tough. And I had to kind of decide the opposite is true. Like I had to be like, like, no, this is happening. Like I'm unavailable to not turn a profit for two years. So here we go. But I think it's exactly what you said. Like no matter which side of the coin you're kind of coming from, it's that like intense decision of like my success is inevitable. Right. Absolutely.
1: And then I love that you talked about that. They said you couldn't potentially turn a profit for two years because yeah. I I know that for me, it's, it was at every stage of my financial growth that I experienced those hurdles again yeah. and again. So, you know, most recently doing like, you know, doing things like 60 K months, like that hasn't been something that I've been able to do without Doing mindset work over and over and over again. And I like to think of it as like the compound effect, right? So you start when you're starting out in your business and you do that daily work around what success mindset means for you. And then at each stage, you're building on that, you're compounding that. And so you kind of just continue to increase and increase until eventually you're doing things that a couple of years prior to that, you would have never thought that you could possibly do.
0: Absolutely. And I think something that you said that was so important too, is that like, but you'll always have to do it basically. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I think that something that feels really important to share there is like, I think that we can make that wrong. Like I see that with clients so often is like, if the same issue comes up again, they're like, Oh my God, like I thought I dealt with this, what is going on? And for me, it's like, okay, but that's great news because you've already handled it. Like you can handle it again. It just looks different. It looks at a different level, but like we get better and better along the way. I think at like managing it, like I find so much more ease in managing my mindset now than I used to, but I still have to do it. Does that feel true for you? Like, does it get easier along the way?
1: Yeah. And you know, I really love that you brought that up because I actually had a client ask me recently every time you do mindset work, do you find that you're encountering new things or do you find that you're encountering the same things Mm. with a different cape? And I was like, it's 100% the same things. thing over and over and over again. And I feel like you and I have talked about this before in coaching sessions and it's so fascinating to me how sneaky it can be. And you go, (laughs) what, like, how is it appearing disguised as this when I thought I dealt with it in its other outfit, like six months ago, you know? So to answer your question, I feel like it definitely gets easier because you can recognize what it is when you're first starting out in doing the work or, um, or you're still really uh, deepening your layers of understanding around what mindset work comes up most for you it can feel really hard because you're still unpacking it mm-hmm. but I believe that over time it gets easier because you're unpacking the same present you're just getting mm-hmm. into those kind of deeper layers terrible analogy but you know what I mean
0: yeah totally well i I think what I've seen especially in a lot of my clients that have had the the bigger fast success kind of stuff, right? Like not to glamorize that, but you know what I mean? Like multi six figures in two years kind of thing is, is huge and quick. And I think what I have seen in clients like that, and I believe it's true for you, but I would love your opinion on this is so much of that growth comes because you've identified the core things fast, right? So yes. when you know the core things, you solve them, faster each time. So like I I know your core things, you know your core things. So like we can we can handle that shit real quick, so to speak, right? And you can kind of like get on to the next level. But if you're still kind of trying to figure them out or looking at all the surface stuff or re um, you know, visiting things time and time again without kind of that clarity on like here are my like one to three things that I'm probably dealing with. I think it slows your progress a ton. Do you agree with that?
1: I completely agree with that. And that's actually why I think coaching around mindset is so important because it's really hard to see your mindset stuff, mm-hmm. like especially when you know, obviously you and I are talking about identifying those key things that come up again and again for us. And just to you know, address one of mine. It's, for example, the thing that nothing can be easy in my business, mm-hmm. right? Like, I have to make things really hard. I, <laughs> I can hear you smiling right now. <laughs> you, know, yeah,
0: you love a hard task.
1: <laughs> I love making things really hard for myself. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, you know, the programming around that is that I grew up, you know, my first family were my parents, my dad owned a business where. It was very much about the harder you work, the more money you would earn. And that was very much the story that I heard. And that wasn't wrong. It was just their story at that time. And they were, of course, doing the best with what they had. And so for me, you know, when I think about those sorts of stories, it's programming that's so deep that I have needed to be coached to really understand that truly and 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 fully. And so that's why I think coaching around mindsets so powerful because it really takes someone else to be able to recognize the limiting beliefs and the subconscious programming and the deep seated systems and values that we don't even know exist and allow us to. Um, to to realize that maybe there's an expansion opportunity there, or maybe there's a different uh, view that we can take on or a way of shifting those things.
0: It's so funny that you said that because I think you said it perfectly and I have a perfect example of that. But do you remember that we were having a conversation and I said, kind of tongue in cheek joking, I think, well, I mean, yeah, Ellie, it's got to be hard, right? And you were like, yeah, totally. And you just like (laughs) kept going with the conversation. And I was like. Hello, kidding. And it's like that's how deep the programming goes, where it was like I said, sky is blue. And you were like your brain was like, Yeah, totally the sky's blue. Anyway, right? Like it's that's how deep that stuff goes. We don't even hear it or see it, right?
1: I love, that's the perfect example, and it's so so true. And so, when there's someone else who can identify that, and you're like, "Okay, stop! Like, come back!" because mm-hmm. what you just said is kind of crazy. And <laughs> I like I remember that conversation, and I remember realizing and going, "Oh shit! Like, wow, that is <laughs> so frightening. <laughs> that is so frightening." Uh, so it's so true. Yeah. It's it's these things that we don't even really know. Uh, are, are often there, uh, and and even and that's why I think it is twofold when it comes to mindset work. It's that it's like the foundational work to uncover what our things are, like you said, and then it's the daily work to continue to move through and deepen and elevate and um, create more and more of an abundant mindset and continue to smash through limitations. I always think of, um, one of my favorite books is the big leap by Gay Mm Hendricks. And she, uh, she talks about, I, I know you're a fan of that book as well, aren't you Lace? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, she talks about, um, how we create these glass ceilings for ourselves where, uh, essentially we're putting upper limits on ourselves and we oftentimes don't even know we're doing it and we need to, uh, need to come to the realizations or aha moments if we want to continue growing that we actually have the ability to smash through those glass ceilings so it's doing that daily work to go well if I do this daily work I know that I can keep smashing through those glass ceilings with ease
0: Absolutely. And I want to talk about what your daily work is in a second. But before I do want to ask you this, we'll actually have two other questions for you. Um, The first is, you know, I always have two things. The first is, um, you know, what I have noticed as well, and I think it's it's really helpful to have this conversation about these core things. um, Because I think that, Uh, That really gives us all a lot of permission to be like, oh, I don't have 355 things wrong with me. It's probably like one to three things that I need to work on. And so for me, recently I um, did uh, relationship coaching because I had been divorced and was getting into. Um, A new uh, long term relationship. I I knew we were going to be getting engaged soon. I knew I had a lot to clear there. And there's so much irony, and like the exact same things that I deal with in business were the exact same things basically that I was dealing with in relationship. But I actually Mm -hmm. found that really comforting and really easy in a way because I was like, oh, like I've handled this shit. Like I could handle this here. Like I got this. But it was so interesting to see how it's not even just the same things at each new level in business, it's like the same things everywhere. Do you find that to be true for yourself as well?
1: That's such an interesting question. And I don't know that I've even necessarily thought about it in that context, but the answer is a resounding yes. <laughs> yeah. So when I, so when I think about my stuff, the stuff that comes up for me, and it's, um, it's the stuff that I see that comes up in a lot of my high performing clients mm-hmm. is the, the real, you know, we think things have to be hard. Uh, we think that we have to control everything for it to work. Uh, we, really feel like the only way things can happen is to, um, you know, do it all ourselves and um, just so many things around control. Mm -hmm. And if I think about, and I feel like I'm kind of verbally processing this right now, but if I think (laughs) about my relationship and I think about my friends and my family, it's definitely all related to control and safety through control. So 100%. I, I believe that to be very true.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, my things control too. So same, same, yeah. right? Like I totally feel yeah. that and I see that. Yeah. in all in all the other ways. So it's just like really helpful because I feel like this is like the hack of all hacks in a sense, right? It's super annoying in a way because it's like, it's, a, it's all you is kind of the, the annoying part, but it's also like a really huge hack because if it's all you and you know what the thing Is nine times out of ten, like you just get so fast at solving it, and that's what creates that fast growth, right? Definitely.
1: It's it's empowering if you look at it in that way.
0: Totally. Okay, so my next question for you before we kind of get into the specifics of what doing the work looks like for you is you're someone who is very strategically oriented. Like you have a strategy brain, you teach the swift marketing method, like you get really into and nerd out on like all of the marketing stuff, but you're also someone that really believes like mindset is the thing. And I think people find it really hard to balance both of those. They think it kind of has to be one way or the other. Like it's either all the strategy or it's all the mindset. And I think it confuses people. Sometimes I know I confuse people sometimes when I'm like, no, it's like all mindset. It's only mindset. And then they're like, okay, so fine. So I don't have to do any strategy. And I'm like, well, no, of course you have to do strata. So anyway, like there's that funny balance. And so I would love for you to just talk to us about like, what does that look like for you? Like, what way does that make sense for you that it's like, of course you have to market and have great strategy and it's all mindset.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. So,
1: when I started my business, and I don't even know if I've shared this story with you, Lacey, when I first started my business, so about two to three years ago, and I had, I was doing life coaching first of all, and then um, was quickly getting asked much more about marketing, coaching, and business related things. So I transitioned, um, pivoted very quickly. And what I quickly noticed was that in coaching my ideal clients, who are coaches, creatives, consultants, the main challenge that they faced when it came to marketing themselves was visibility. Mm-hmm. And the main challenge that they had with visibility actually had nothing at all to do with marketing and everything to do with mindset. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it
1: was the fear of putting themselves out there, the fear of being seen, the fear of rejection, even the fear of success, right? Totally. And so what I recognized in that moment, it was a really pivotal turning point for me and obviously that's what led to me calling myself a mindset and marketing coach was that I've realized that the two exist alongside one another and you cannot have one without the other, especially when you are a business owner who is marketing yourself. It is so key that you're doing the work alongside or the work is being done alongside one another. So for all strategy business related work, you're also doing the mindset work. So Mm For me, mindset fits within the swift marketing method it's It's one of the core pillars, but when I think about how that work should be done, it's thinking about it in terms of okay, I've reached this new level in my business or I'm in this stage in my business. I might be doing x business strategy to market myself right now or to take myself to this next level. What is my mindset strategy what's the work that I'm doing with my mindset so I always think about it in terms of you've got your your business strategy that that work, and then you've also got your mindset strategy as well.
0: Totally, something that I always think about, and I think it totally connects to what you're saying is that I feel like having the business strategy is evidence of having belief, right? So it's like what we're talking about is like we have to get into belief and decision and all of those things that you talked about earlier that made the difference for you, and it's like the evidence of that is that of course I'd have a strategy and of course I would execute it, right? Like it's almost like the strategy and execution is evidence of that belief. And so like you were saying, if you don't have that belief that like, of course it's safe to put myself out there, of course I have something worthy to say or whatever that is. Yeah, you're certainly not going to have a strategy you're (laughs) moving forward with. So I think it's almost funny that we would think it has to be one or the other. Because for me, they feel so intertwined. And I know for you, they just feel like they're two sides of the same coin, really, right?
1: Absolutely. And I think that that's perhaps why it can feel challenging, because you can't necessarily isolate them. Yeah, and totally. <laughs> in fact, you might be in the midst of you know a challenge, and you might even not know whether it's marketing related or mindset related. Like that example I was talking about before, you know, I, I find that most of my clients come to me because they want epic marketing strategy. And the biggest thing they say at the end is, wow, you completely empowered me to believe that I can be this amazing CEO of my own business and run the show and trust that I can do an amazing job to build my business and reach my goals.
0: Mm -hmm. It's so true. It's so funny too. One of the things that I love about this series is because we just ended um, literally season two with Sam, and Sam mm. is very mindset skeptical. Let's say yes, uh, yes. right? And at, towards the end, she was like, "I'm so annoyed, but this is so true." Like over six figures mindsets the whole game, and it was like to hear even Sam say that, who has just traditionally been so like anti mindset in some ways. I mean, she's very open, but right um, was so telling because it really is like at a certain point, I think you just start realizing like most of it is mindset. Um, and so when, when your clients are saying that to you, it's really because they've realized, well, like if I hack that everything else kind of works itself out. Right.
1: (laughs) Well, it's, I, I would love to share a really quick story and I actually shared this with you the other day, Lacey, you remember as soon as I start talking, but I've got a beautiful client of mine and we are uh, you know, we've been working together only, only a little while. She's just started out in the last round of my mastermind and she is very much like, what is the secret? Like, just Mm. tell me what this secret is. I see everywhere online that everyone is promoting the secret. And there's like this piece of information that I just don't know. And I feel like everyone knows it, but me and this is all too common. Like this is something we see all the time awesome. it's very much because of our industry's marketing and you know, the work that we were doing together was predominantly mindset work because that was what this particular client, you know, where she was at. And, um, and I realized, and I said to her, you want to know the secret, like the one thing, That I can, if I look at my peers and I look at my mentors and people who I deem to be quote unquote successful, if there is one secret, it's the mindset work. Mm -hmm. Like that is the secret. And it's changed everything for her because she believed there was this one strategy, this one perfect strategy. And there isn't, but mindset work Mm -hmm. is If we're going to talk about a secret, that's it.
0: I could not agree more, right? It's like, there's no secret. And if there was, it's definitely that. Like, I think you said it so perfectly and it's just so true because like, of course, everything takes work. And so that's what we're going to talk about next is like what that work looks like for you. And that's why we say do the work all the time, right? Because mindset Mm -hmm. is a secret in the sense that like, It works really, really well, but it's not a secret in the sense that just like anything else, it still takes that time and energy and focus and effort. And I think that's where people get really like disenchanted with mindset work sometimes because it's not like you just journal one day and then like you good. (laughs) And it's also not just like to what we were saying before, it's not just like you figure it out one time and then you never have to figure it out again. It's such an ongoing process, but the process just works so freaking well. That yes, that's why, like most people are saying, like this is uh, the thing that got me here over six figures, it's the whole game because like you start to realize over time that it truly is the magic. So I also think, and I'm I you know, I kind of know your process, of course, but I'm really excited for people to hear your daily process because I think sometimes, uh it almost seems too simple. And I know you're someone who likes it hard, Like we talked about. So (laughs) tell us how you've decided to like, like let your practice be simple. And then of course share with us what your practice is. Yes. So I, I've let my practice be
1: simple by Realizing that it just is simple—that's <laughs> like the most simplified way I can answer that question. Because yeah, it is, you know, right? It, exactly, and it, it's so true. Like we really overcomplicate these things, and when we get in our head about it, that's when it suddenly becomes a process. But if you just uh, like sit with your body and go, like, what brings me joy and what brings me back to me. Mm-hmm. And what allows me to truly connect with myself and be in conversation with myself, that is probably a really great way to start to determine what the work looks like Mm -hmm. for you. So, for me, uh, my mindset work starts when I wake up in the morning. So, when I first wake up, actually, no, I'm lying. Uh, A little hack I learned a little while ago was that uh, if you go over in your mind when you're falling asleep, like how you want to feel the next day, mm. that will be the first thing that you think about when you wake up in the morning. So I usually like to as soon as the, when I'm falling asleep, I kind of think to myself, like, what, what does tomorrow look like? And I'll go, I want to feel X when I wake up. And when I wake up in the morning, instead of my brain starting to race with the to do's of the day, I allow myself to just connect to how I want to feel. And I don't always remember what I said the night before. So I would just allow myself to be like, I want to feel X or you know, I want to feel calm or I want to feel easeful. For me, it's usually uh, very calming words because I am someone who's prone to anxiety.
0: And I then get up, I have my clothes. I have to ready. interrupt you there for one second because mm. I just want to. Yeah. Share how much I love that. And I think, like, to yeah. also share, like, um, there's this quote I love. It's a Thomas Edison quote, and it's never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious. Oh, I love that. And and I say that to say, like, I mean, it's Thomas Edison, which right? <laughs> like <laughs> a, a very brilliant human who probably said that I have no idea how long ago, but like, you know, a very, very, very long time ago. And I think it's just, again, it's the stuff that's easy to write off, but it's that also that stuff that has always been important and will always be important that we're quick to be like, sure, like I'll just go to bed with good thoughts. And it's like, but it it really is the work. It really does matter. Right.
1: It really does. And you will be surprised when you start doing that, how many times you do wake up remembering exactly Mm -hmm. how you wanted to feel first thing, because it's that power of intention. I mean, how many times do you set your alarm, tell yourself you want to wake up at a certain time? And then you wake up one minute before your alarm goes off. Yep. It's the exact same thing, right? Um, and so then I put my clothes on and as I'm doing so, I start telling myself what I'm grateful for. And this, this has become so uh, autopilot for me now that I, I don't even think about the fact that I'm doing this. So mm-hmm. we, we literally haven't got to any work yet. Because this is just so <laughs> and automated for me. And so then I will, will talk, you know, we'll kind of just talk to myself through things I'm grateful for. Um, sometimes my fiance and I will, will say it out loud to one another. Uh, and then I put my clothes on, I go outside. I also made life easy by uh, living in a place where I really love. I, most mornings will go for an ocean swim and for me, the like I said before, the easiest way to do any kind of mindset work is to be in my body um, and really allow myself to be in nature. So I'll go for an ocean swim, or if the weather's not great, I will uh, go for a walk along the beach. Then I'll do a meditation. So meditating for me has been. A really, really important way to move out of anxiety and out of anxious thoughts and to bring me back into the present moment, especially first thing in the morning when I would just start working if I didn't have a practice. So I then will do that and then I come home and I get ready for the day. And before I start work, I will sit down with my journal. And I will write out what the day is going to look like essentially. So I I might write a little bit of a to-do list, but it's more of a, this is what's happening today. Like at the end of the day, I've done this, I've achieved this, like I've had this client come in. Like I'm very, very specific about what every single day looks like. So I'm essentially scripting out Mm -hmm. my life day by day. And so that's, I guess, the daily work. And then I will also, if I am starting something new or I'm focusing on something in particular, so for example, if I'm calling in a new financial goal, I might sit down and visualize what that means. So I'll do a visualization exercise where I'll sit down and write out a full visualization of what that represents for me, what life looks like with you know, that new financial goal being met or whatever else it might be. Um and script it out as if it's already happened. So for me, a lot of it is about writing things down as though they've already happened and um believing over and over and over again that it's possible. And then in addition to that, I do a lot of reading. I also have started doing I am affirmations much more regularly thanks to your recommendation lace mm-hmm. on, um, the think up app. Yeah. That's such a good recommendation. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of nothing and everything, yeah, totally, <laughs> right? <laughs> it almost feels funny talking about it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm witnessing as I'm talking about doing the work, how it's like, it is so simple, but it's, it's everything.
0: I. I could not agree more. I have one thing that I want to add to that. <laughs> I'm like, I want yes. to add to your daily practice. No, I'm kidding. Um, and everything. But I think one thing that you do really well and that I see everyone that I know that's quote unquote doing the work with mindset is you really take the reflections too, right? So like if yes. you're ever coaching and, you know, I have a reflection of like, oh, is it possible that this is like a mindset thing or that this is a story or whatever that is, like you are so fast to take the reflection, right? And I think that that is the work too, is like how fast can you take the reflection? Can you sit in it? Can you uh, look at yourself? And I think that that comes with a lot of practice, quite honestly, because to take that level of personal responsibility and to look at yourself that much um, really takes quite a lot of effort as well. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's like getting the right coaching and then always being willing to take the reflection. I think it's a really important part of that. But something else I want to say is like, you know, I have obviously the gift of being behind the scenes in your business. And I think like people that know you and see you outwardly are probably like, God, is Ellie really that happy all the time? Is she really that beautifully (laughs) positive all the time? and Like, I know that to be the truest of truths, like you really are. Um, And I think you just described it perfectly, because you spend a significant portion of your day making sure that's true, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, I I just want to say it because it's not on accident. Like, of course, you're a beautifully happy and positive person. But like, it's not because you have some gene or something, right? Like, it's because you make that the focal point of of your day. Like you can just tell by how you're saying that. Does that make sense? Yeah. And thank you because um,
1: that's so kind. And I really agree that, yes, I am very positive. 99% of the time, there's maybe 1% where um, (laughs) my fiance might tell you otherwise, but it's very small, 1%. (laughs) I uh, I I love my life and I've decided to love my life and it's it's a choice you know every day the way that I am living out my day it is a choice that it is going to be freaking amazing you know I like I said before I I made decisions around how I want to spend my days how often I want to be in nature where I want to live and I am the first to admit that that is a very privileged thing to do. Um, And, and also, you know, I like, in addition to that privilege, there's also so much choice in that. So yeah, thank you for reflecting that. I I really believe that to be true. And I just can't imagine any other way of being.
0: Well, and I think what trips people up is that you know it seems like well there's so many other things to do quote unquote right like mm-hmm. other than meditation or journaling or doing the affirmations or whatever. But I think that um, two things I want to point out is that one, so many of the things that um, Ellie shared were things she was doing while she was doing other things, like when she wakes up in the morning while she's getting dressed, while she's walking down to the beach, those kind of things. So it is like a living breathing practice that can move with you it doesn't have to look like sitting down and yeah. spending two hours of your day on it but like ultimately you probably do spend that amount of time as an overlap of doing other things like even like while you're brushing your teeth and like saying i am statements or listening to the think up app when you're taking a walk or whatever but i think that that's uh the magic of mindset work is that they can be doing it while we're doing so many other things. Like when, when Ellie and I are recording this, we are still very much in quarantine here in the U S and I've been saying that to so many of my clients lately, like that, ha- especially that have kiddos at home with them. It's like, well, listen, the one thing I know you have time for is mindset work. Cause you can do that shit while you're doing a hundred other things. Right. And so um, I think that's something that's really beautiful about the practice that you shared is you're not like sitting down and journaling for three hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh totally. And from someone
1: who used to like to make things hard, I spend a lot of time not making life hard now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and so like it really can be this easy. And it, it took me it took me time to realize that it, it wasn't always um obvious to me that it could be this easy. So learn from my mistakes there Mm -hmm. that it absolutely can be this easy. And in fact, the more effortless it feels, the more you'll commit to it and the greater your results will be.
0: Yes. Perfect way to say it. The more effortless it feels, the more likely you are to do it really. Yeah, exactly. Well, good. Okay. So last, um, little bit here, I would love for you to just tell us, um, little bit about how you help your clients with this. I know you also have something coming out on this that maybe you could give us like a little sneak peek on because this part has been so important for you. And I know it's something you help people with so, so much. So maybe just give us a little rundown there.
1: Yes. Thank you. So I, yeah, so I obviously work, uh, with my clients around all things, marketing and mindset, and I'm currently working on, An incredible product, really, like Lacey said, you know, we are in quarantine right now, you know, in Australia as well. And I know that right now is such an incredible time for people to be able to work on their mindset. And so I've been working on an amazing, low cost product that will be able to get some of the practices of mindset that. I use and my clients use into the hands of as many people as possible. So in it, I'll be really going deep into not only the practices, but also the process behind those practices Mm -hmm. the way that you can really adopt them for yourself and understand the mechanics of how they work. So for anyone that's like, this all seems too simple, Mm -hmm. this is the product for you because it's that opportunity to actually dissect well, what does this look like for me? What does mindset really mean for me? And how can I tap in and really uncover what my mindset stuff looks like and then cultivate a practice to move through it? So I'm really excited for that to be released. I would imagine that at the time of this recording being released, it will be available on my website over at elisabeth.com.
0: So good. And I think that's so useful because again, it's kind of that like demystification of the process, right? Where it feels so much like, well, what does that even mean? Okay, fine, Ellie, mindset work took you to multi six figures. Tell me what that means. And you're like, okay, I will literally (laughs) tell you exactly what that means. And I think that um, that's just the conversation I think we need to be having so much more of in this industry because what I notice with my clients is like, once you know, you know, like once you get how big of a role mindset plays, you just get it and you do it. But until then you really need someone to be like, let me take your hand and show you the way. So I just love that you're doing that.
1: Yes. And we end up masking it with yeah. strategy on top of strategy and things on top of things when actually it's that clear missing piece. So
0: good. Okay. I know you just said your website, but just tell them one more time where they can find you and how they can connect with you.
1: Amazing. So the best way to connect with me is either on Instagram or in my Facebook group. So I'm on Instagram at Ellie H Swift. There is a sneaky H in the middle there, (laughs) E-L-L-A-E, H-Swift. Or come and join me over in my Facebook group, which is Shine Online with Ellie Swift.
0: Beautiful. I just love and adore you so much. I'm so grateful to you for having this conversation and for just being willing to put it all out there with us today. So, thank you so much for being here.
1: The feeling is so very mutual. Thank you so much for having me, Lace.
0: Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So, please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you wanna hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.